Hello and welcome back to The Art of Existing with me, your host, Emma Kivetna. It's been a while since I made an episode, probably like a few months, I would say. Um, I didn't intend for that to happen, but at the same time, I was just kind of letting whatever happened happen. So here we are. Uh, I definitely am pretty bad at sticking to like regularly publishing or posting any kind of content. Um, but I'm okay with it because I'm just doing things in the way in which they unfold for me currently. And it just didn't feel right to post an episode lately. I didn't really know what to talk about. I was kind of busy with other things. And um, anyway, but uh, today I had some inspiration Um which, uh, before I get into that, I should really start off doing an intro, and I always forget to do that. Hi, I'm Emma Kivetna. I am a writer, uh, a writing teacher, writing coach, an astrologer. I play piano, I sing, I write music. Um, I do a bunch of other things too, but um, for in terms of this podcast, uh, this podcast explores all things related to ex- existentialism and spirituality and just kind of finding our way in life through our existence. So that is the gist of the podcast and myself. And like I was saying earlier, um, I haven't posted any episodes in a while, but today I had a spurt of inf- of inspiration and I really wanted to share a little story with you. And it, it just, I don't know, it just spurred an idea for some content that I really that was really relevant to myself and where I'm at right now and where I'm going in 2024 and I also thought it'd be a great way to wrap up this season not that it's been much of a season of episodes um but I I I think I'm gonna wrap up this season with this episode and begin again a new season in 20 in January um anyway so the episode today is focusing on existentialism essentially and um kind of how i've noticed how that is a seems to be a running theme or a, re- a recurring theme in today's world like I, i've seen it coming up more and more and this is where a bit of story time comes in so in the last few weeks uh maybe even yeah in the last month or so i have tuned tuned into the radio to my local like radio, actually, it's not the local radio, it's the national radio, CBC, here in Canada. I have tuned into the CBC on three separate occasions that were totally random at exactly in mid-conversation when they were talking about, some some guest was on the radio and they were talking about existentialism and how it's such a crisis in today's society and everybody's feeling insecure and vulnerable and there's just the world is messed right now and there's this existential like undercurrent going through everything and yeah so it's happened three times now that I've done that and the first two times we're talking about the 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 guest on the podcast was talking specifically about existentialism in, in regards to like the universe and space and the big bang theory and um kind of more from like that point of view and then the third time which was today the lady was talking about uh more of like a societal um, cultural, political existentialism, like from a human perspective in today's world. Either way, I just thought like, wow, okay, this is three times now this has happened. I have been having an existential crisis this entire year. This podcast is themed that way. In 2024, I wanted to kind of go into like a new business that goes down that path. Clearly, uh, to me, this is just a clear 
sign that I am on onto something. I feel like I'm onto something. I feel like I'm tapping into something bigger that's going on in society in today's world and culture and whatnot in modern culture um, that, uh, I don't know, I just feel like I'm in tune with something that is happening. And it just seems to be coming up more and more. So yeah, so I wanted to talk about that a bit. Uh, and why, and like, why is it that, why is this happening? And, and what exactly am I planning to do in 2024 that will help help this humanitarian existential crisis that's kind of happening? So I think the reasons for why this is becoming more of a big thing recently, like existentialism, is, well, there's a lot of reasons for that, honestly, some that I probably don't even know about. But from just my point of view, it just seems that all of the success and the fast-pacedness of uh, the 20th century and, you know, with the Industrial Revolution happening and then mass market happening and mass production and mass consumption becoming a thing and just um, media blowing up and technology exponentially just growing and getting better and better. It just feels like there's been this huge rush towards something and everybody is has been feeling like they've been living their best life, uh, especially in the 20th century. Nothing on the horizon in terms of climate change quite yet. Nothing really to worry about. It was just kind of look at all this amazing advancements happening and it, you know the 20th century was a really pivotal century in human history and now we're in the 21st century and I don't know it just feels like we're reaching th- this point of expansion where this bubble of capitalism and consumerism and all these leftover things from the 20th century are starting to pop a little bit and just kind of it's kind of this whole dream of of that of the the great American North American whatever a dream and lifestyle and uh, fast-pacedness of the world and technology and social media, which exacerbates that. It just feels like there's so much pressure and it's starting to burst and people are noticing that. People are not happy anymore with with that way of life. They're looking for something deeper, you know, less materialistic, more meaningful, more connected, and not so isolated because of technology and social media and um, and not so greedy and yeah, it just feels like there's a lot going on that is, it's it's kind of like we made our bed or in the 20th century and now we're trying to lie in it and we're realizing that like it's not that comfy and we don't actually want to lie in it. And it just feels, yeah, like there's a lot that's coming to some sort of bursting effect. I don't know. It just feels like there's a lot of pressure. And so it, I think I think because of that, it's just causing us to question a lot of things, question ourselves, question what are we doing to ourselves on this planet? Like what is actually going on here? Like do we realize, do we not see what we are doing? Do I not see how I'm, I am in my actual life? Like what have I even done in my life? Um, what, what, is, what is even going on? Like what is, what, what is my purpose what am I really trying to achieve here? Why am I in this rat race? It's like we've been in this rat race and our generation before us and the people, the millennials especially, who've been brought up in this kind of rat race, um, you know, launching into the 21st century. And then we're now we're kind of realizing like, wait, I'm in this rat race. Why, why am I in this? I didn't want to be here. Like, what is this? And we're kind of real, waking up almost. It's like when you're in a dream and then you realize you're in a dream and then you're aware of the dream itself and what's going on. And you're like, what the fuck? Why? 
why is this happening? This is so bizarre. It's kind of like that's what's happening in but in in our in our waking lives. It's like we're waking up. Um so it's just I think it's just weird times and there's a lot going on. Um anyway, yeah. So I I think that is I think that is a big reason why existentialism is coming more to the forefront in terms of uh, a topic and like uh something to question and raise awareness about in our lives. There's a lot of insecurity going around. It's the future doesn't seem as bright and prosperous as it maybe once did in the 20th century. It just doesn't seem like or feel like there's going to be anything good to look forward to if the world is on fire and, you know, uh there's inter, you know, uh refugee crisis everywhere and um wars and yeah, it's just it just doesn't look like an optimistic future. And I think a lot of us are just feeling that way and realizing that, especially in light of what's happening in Gaza right now and everything. So so I think this is why it's so timely for me to be exploring this, not just personally, which I have, have been doing this entire past year, maybe even before that, but also like professionally and as a business and like helping, like how can I actually help other people who are going through this existential period in humanity right now and human history. And I think the reason why I'm feeling called to this kind of line of work, I guess you could call it, is that I feel like I kind of have an answer uh, to the problem. And I don't want to be so arrogant to suggest that I have the answer and that my way is the best way and you should just do my way. And then if, you know, if we just follow my way, I would, all of humanity's problems would be solved. No, that's, it's definitely way more complex than that. I'm not saying I have the answer or um, the only answer for solving or for addressing this existential kind of crisis in human history, but I feel like I have been getting closer to a potential trajectory that a lot of people, I think, would do very well to take uh, in order to start getting some balance back in their lives and not feeling so caught up in the materialistic side of being a human. And my answer simply is that I really think that we should combine a lot more of spirituality and anthropology into our lives. That's it. That's my answer. <laughs> and part of the reason I feel this is so crucial and that, and that this is an answer, a a, a potential a big answer for balancing what is happening here is because so many people constantly talk about what to do. What should we do? How should we fix this problem? What should we do to solve XYZ? How do we solve this this refugee crisis? What should we what policies need to be changed for this? How do we uh, what what should we do to change this law? Like, how should this law be changed so that women can have autonomy over their bodies? Like, we're constantly talking about what to do, what to do, what action should we take, and all this doing business when none of us have really even stopped to think about how should we be first? How should we exist first? How should we be in the world first? Because I think if you're just doing things from a place of uh, disconnection and unenlightenment, I guess, like not not really connecting to the bigger picture of humanity and purpose and all that stuff, then it doesn't matter what you do because you and the powers that be and all these these people in charge, if they don't have a significant change in paradigm and like a, a significant shift in their perspective of the world, 
they are never going to do anything that changes anything. It's, it's nothing will ever change. You, you can talk all you want about what to do, what should we do, here's what the, politi- the politicians should do, and all this stuff. And it's all well and good to talk about that because at some point we do need to take action and actually like change things. But I'm so sick of hearing like radio hosts and podcast hosts and people and just all kinds of media and everybody just talking about uh, here's what we should do. We should really do this. The trajectory that the projections would look so good if we just did this. But you know, it's so hard to do that. So you know, it's a struggle. It'll take five, 10 years and all this stuff. And it's like, fuck, like, is that all you have? Is that it? Really? Like, that's your plan. So, uh, so my my answer to that is uh, to balance that out with, you know, go back to the drawing board and forget about what you think you should be doing. Why don't you actually change, significantly change the way that you see the world and the way that you live and the way that you are, the way that you be in the world? Because until you do that, nothing will change. And it, it's it's just going to be an endless dumb cycle of talking about doing things that we should change and then, oh, here's another catastrophe. If only we'd done this first, it wouldn't have happened. And it's, I don't know, I'm just really sick of it. I've always felt like this is an issue. I just never could, I didn't have the words to explain why it bothered me so much, but now I think I do, which is that uh, we really need to have some bigger paradigm shifts and how people think and act and like literally exist in this world how the way in which you do things needs to change first before you actually do anything so that that and that's where spirituality and anthropology but especially spirituality comes in spirituality is all about being it's all about how you be in this world. I know that's not proper English, but you get what I mean. It's not about how you do in this world. That's more science-based. But spirituality is about how you are and how you how you move through life. And the reason why this is coming up as my, my answer to things uh, is because this is what has worked for me. There's been a lot of things in my life that I felt that if I could just do it this way, it would work. If I could just here's my plan. If I just executed the plan, they would be perfect. It would be fine. And then I go to do the plan and it doesn't work and it's not fine. and It's horrible. And then I think, well, fuck, like what the hell? Like I, I made a plan and everything and it still didn't work. And it wasn't until I started looking at myself and the way that I was in the world and the, my outlook, like my perspective, my worldview, uh, and, and started just being different and then taking action from that place rather than a place of um, of shallowness and disconnectedness. It wasn't until I started focusing more on the being part of myself that I actually started to see real significant changes in what I was doing and achieving in life. So this is why I can advocate for this is because I have had personal experience with this with this concept. So and so that is why in 2024 I do feel more drawn to exploring this more professionally and offering coaching and services and whatever around this. And that is why I will be launching a a new business, which is kind of an extension of this podcast, or rather maybe the podcast is an extension of this business, uh, which is that I'm, I think I'm going to have a business that is going to be called The Art of Existing. And I've wavered back and forth a lot on whether or not I should call it that or have a different word for it, but I really think it is... Uh, encompasses everything I want to 
address in the business. So I am going to be launching a business in 2024 called The Art of Existing, wherein this podcast will be like a companion to that business. Um, And it's going to be a spiritual business. It's going to be based around helping people find their spiritual way and their um, purpose in life and meaning in life and all this kind of stuff, even if you are a sciencey person. Yes, even if you are science-minded, even if you are a logical, rational thinker, even if you have always been in the sciences and you've been an atheist your whole life and you have no interest in spirituality and you uh, don't know how to even, like, what would I even do with spirituality? You've just always kind of, you know, gawked at it and, and kind of brushed it aside and whatever. Even if you're that kind of person, I will be offering services and uh, coaching and teachings that will help you incorporate spirituality into your life without having to get rid of or ditch all of the science side of you. And the reason I can do this is because I was that person. I I was that person. I grew up very, very science-minded, total atheist, no religion, no faith, no beliefs in anything whatsoever, did not believe in God, absolutely not. Um, I had like synchronicities and coincidences and coincidences and things happen in my life but I just was like nope that's not a sign that's nothing that's just that's just a random thing life is random like I just I just couldn't make my brain think that way I just couldn't it was just too rational I just was too much of a rational thinker I did not understand in the slightest how to be a spiritual person because to me it was just like to me spirituality just meant tricking myself into believing something And so I just was like, well, therein lies the problem. I can't knowingly pretend something. That makes no sense. So I, I, and now I'm like one of the most spiritual people that I know. Um, So I I am that person. I was that person. And I am still a very science-minded, logical thinker, rational, analytical person. Um, But I live the way in which I move through life has become much more spiritual and both of them together, married together, is just has just been like a, a super great balance for me. So that is that is one aspect I'll be focusing on is helping sciencey people become more spiritual. Um, and I'm not talking about becoming woo woo. No, that is a product of consumerism. You know, p- people and the the spiritual industry wants you to buy all the crystals and all the tarot cards and all that kind of stuff and make you, you know, if you buy this, if you just bought this uh, crystal or this incense stick, then you would be spiritual. It's like, no, that's not true. You don't need anything to be spiritual at all. And I'm a bit hypocritical to say this because I do have crystals and I do have tarot cards and all that kind of stuff because I personally do like to buy them. I'm interested in them and the study of them and using them as tools. Um, So, but I have a, my approach to purchasing those objects is an informed approach in the sense that I I have a personal reason why I might buy one of those things rather than when I was younger I used to buy those things because I I really did think if I just buy this this book on spirituality or this crystal or this whatever then I then that's it I'm a I'm a spiritual person I'm a witch I'm a whatever and that's not the case at all so I did get swept up into that consumerist side of the spiritual wellness industry um, and that's why I have some I do have some of those products lying around still, but I don't really do that anymore. I don't really buy any of that stuff anymore unless I really, really want to buy it. And I have a good reason to personally, and it resonates with me for whatever reason, but you don't have to buy any of that stuff. You don't have to dress a certain way. You don't have to buy 
you know, moon earring jewelry. Like you don't have to buy tarot cards. You don't have to buy any of that stuff to be spiritual. And you don't have to stop being sciencey to be spiritual. So anyway, I kind of went on a tangent there, but that is one aspect of what I will be doing in my business. Another aspect I'll be doing is uh, detoxing social media. Like that's, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. I think that Social media and our technologies, our personal phones and stuff, is a huge barrier between us and a deeper connection to our existence and life. Um, I, I don't think we need to get like eradicate them entirely. I think that they're very useful tools that we, we can and should be using for for things in life, but like in an intentional way, not just like a slave to it and you're a zombie on your phone for four hours scrolling through TikTok or whatever. So I'm going to be doing a leading a uh, social media detox in January. It's going to be called Jumpstart January. It is going to be a really life-changing month for you. And I can say that again with confidence because I have the experience. I also did this for myself earlier this year in April. It was my first social media detox. It was totally life-changing. It was amazing. And I've been... Use, if I use social media nowadays, it's much more intentional and like a bare minimum. And yeah, it's just really changed my relationship to social media and technology and uh, my existence in the world. So yeah, I'll be doing all kinds of things with this business in 2024. I'm really excited to talk about it more and expand on it and share it with you. But that is that was my catalyst for today's episode is I just, I wanted to share with you the story of me tuning into the radio three times hearing about existentialism and why that was important for me and how that relates to 2024. So there's a a shit ton more I could say, which I will save for further content episodes and all that kind of stuff. Um, But if you like where this is going, please follow the podcast. Please subscribe, whatever you need to do. If you want to join my newsletter or email me or whatever, all of that information is below in the show notes. And this is going to be the last episode of this season. So, and I don't think I'm going to make any more episodes until January. I'll start fresh with a new season. But between now and then, I, I will be uploading a really brief episode just to let you know when registration has opened for the social media detox challenge in January. Watch out for that episode. It will be coming sometime in December. But until then, before then, before the challenge happens at all, I'm going to be doing a kind of like a webinar, like a so, uh, an, an introduction to why you might want to do the challenge. What even is a social media detox challenge? What does it entail? What are we going to be doing? It's going to, I'm going to be doing like a little webinar, like a half hour thing, a free thing in early December. So you might want to sign up to that as well to just come say hi and learn about what the challenge will entail, what we'll actually be doing, all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure exactly what the dates are going to be. I'm going to probably offer two different times, date and times, so that people can have some options. But by the time I upload this episode, I will have that set up. So you can, it should be in the show notes below as well if you want to register for the webinar. Um, yeah, that's all the updates I have for now. Thank you for listening and thank you for, for joining me on this first season of The Art of Existing. And I hope you sign up for the social media challenge and I will see you in the new year. Bye.